Let me make sure the level's right. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We in there. Yo, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I want to welcome you. If this is your second time listening to the podcast, I want to thank you. Uh, if this is your last time listening to the podcast, then whatever. Um, I do want to thank everybody for tuning in. This is the Paid Exposure Podcast. We'll do the drops later. Don't worry about it. But um, before we get started, I need to thank everybody. And I mean this. Thank everybody for coming coming to the grand opening of Shamir's Dreaming Company Photography Studio. Um, yo, let me tell you why that's important. Um, I, in full transparency, over like eighteen months ago, I was working outside of I was working in a photo studio, and um, the owner kicked me out. Like she locked me out. I think I talked about that on this podcast. She locked me out. And literally, Shorty took my money, right, sent me the receipt, and took away my code, and was just like, there you go. And I was just like, yo, what happened? And mind you, I ain't gonna lie, probably about two weeks before that, she asked me to renew my lease, and I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm a, you know, this is my 30-day notice, and then she took my payment and dip, right? And so, um, shout out to Designs by JK, that's my guy. Um, I was renting to him, renting from him, so I was renting from him, and I had, I said it three times, I was renting from him, that's the fourth time, and I had a podcast studio. And the podcast studio was doing very well. And I thought I was going to continue that. And then so I'm talking to the um, to the property manager. And I'm like, yo, if you could find me something bigger, I just want to be able to take headshots. Now, mind you, I, I said this to her well before I even met. Like, um, I started working at JK Studio. And so she was looking for me. She kept sending me shit that was like far. And I'm like, golly, man. And so finally, um, just talking to my wife. And she talked to her nail tech. Shout out to Kelly. And her nail tech sent me a guy's number. And he said, yo, I can find you a bigger podcast studio. And that's literally what we was looking for. And he came to me. He said, bruh, I found you the podcast studio. And I was like, okay. He said, but it's a little bit bigger than what you want. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, as long as it's in my price range, I can make it happen. And he said, all right, I want you to go see it. Yo, this shit was big as hell. <laughs> and I'm grateful for it. And I'm thankful. Shout out to Derek. If you need this information, if you're in the Carolinas, please hit my line. And um, it was super dope. And so... I'm saying all this to say I'm sitting here and I'm like, yo, I want to have an opening for the podcast studio. And my wife was like, well, how many people you expecting? I'm like, eh, 20, 25 would be cool. Yo, I pretty much I'm pretty sure we had over 80 people up in here and I'm grateful for that. I'm thankful because um, it was super dope. I don't know why GoPuff sending me stuff. Sorry. And anyway, um, these apps just know when you haven't been on their apps long enough and they just send you reminders like, dang, I don't need champagne today. And so anywho, <laughs> I'm like sitting there and I'm super great. I'm super thankful uh, for that. Also, shout outs. You are now talking to uh, the Impact in Media Award winner for Media Excellence in Photography for Paid Exposure Podcast. Hold on. I'm super grateful. Shout out to the Carolina Fashion Awards. I don't know how I got nominated. I don't know who did the vote in, but I'm grateful for that. I am thankful. I am deeply happy. I'm so happy for this because it was unexpected. Um, I literally got a DM like, yo, we need your email. I got the email and they told me um, just they just praised it, praised this podcast. And I was super happy because I'm like, man, yo, podcasts are not consistent. Right. During the pandemic, everybody named mom tried to do a podcast. Right. If you listen to you probably tried yourself and it's not easy. Um, I started this podcast 
over a year ago, um, well before the pandemic. And I started two more podcasts before this that's failed that we won't name. Shout out to Unscripted. And with that, um, I just been grinding, trying to elevate and educate black and brown photographers. And shout out to everybody that's not black and brown that tunes in because um, I'm trying to be a resource for all photographers. Right. And so to see a podcast that's a photography podcast get nominated and win um, was I was very humbled by that just because we're in a situation where it's like a lot of photography podcasts ain't consistent. And if you listen long enough, you don't hear me complain about it. Right. There's tons of photography podcasts where it's like, yo, um, they don't record every week or they don't even record every other week or they don't record at all. Right. And then they still they still got all the press. Like, yo, you don't believe me? Go do a top 10 photography podcast. A, you won't find this one. And I promise you we get more listens than anybody. Um, B, actually, I can't promise you that. But B, you'll figure out that half of them don't even record. And they haven't recorded since the pandemic. But they own so much real estate and photography that they get plugged. You know, there are some that really do work every week. B&H podcast every week. Um, the Beginners podcast photography podcast every week and then you know it's some i didn't seen a couple of hosts i ain't gonna call no names but look they be take it they be ripping their youtube videos and they throw that on a podcast and be like here y'all go and it's just like yo you gotta be kidding me or they not their personality don't match right so you be listening to their podcast you be like yo this is the most boring shit i didn't heard in my life and so for me i understand now because i have a kid i'm gonna blame it on my kid why there's not so much time you don't have so much time in a day right like for me um I shoot all the time mostly on weekends and then throughout the week I have like three shoots right and it's hard coming in here every Monday recording it's hard like finding that time because you be tired and I want to spend time with my kid to put stuff in perspective I wake up every day at 6 30 with my kid I get him to daycare um I go work try to do stuff try to get stuff done around the house and I you know, I go pick him up at a certain time and then I literally have two hours with my kid that has to be split between my wife um, before he has to go to sleep. You know, so it's like I'm trying to manage all these things. So when I be looking at these photography podcasts, I'm giving y'all out, even though half of y'all don't have kids or 60 percent of y'all don't have kids. And shout out to all the photographers that have kids just trying to make this shit work, man. Like. Kudos to y'all. Um, so with that, I need to apologize because unfortunately, I wasn't giving y'all updates on what was happening. Yes, I was trying to get the studio open. Yes, I have a child. Yes, I've been shooting. Yes, I was in Cancun. Yes, I'm going to be in Vegas next month. But you know what? I have to be consistent and I have to give announcements. So with that being said, we are back. We are officially back. I want to thank y'all. Um, shout out to everybody that was in my DMs. Hold on. Before we get there, let's do some drops. To the paid and exposure podcast. Let's get it. I'm about to say, let me turn this shit up. One second. Community of photographers to reach the next level in their business. We just leveled up. Hosted by Key, aka Key No No, and Charlotte photographer Gavin B. Unscripted, real. Let's get it. Wrap it up. What? Shut up. Wait. So I can't pay you an exposure? Hell nah. Um, I want to welcome everybody to the paid and exposure podcast. I imagine a bunch of y'all, this is y'all first time listening. With that being said, this is the paid and exposure photography podcast where we believe photographers should no longer be paid in exposure. Uh, that'll be very evident as we continue to go. Um, this podcast is amazing because I get cussed out a lot. I didn't have some takes that didn't got me cussed out. One of my favorite takes recently that didn't got me cussed out was simply, um, let me see who texted me. 
Oh, so one of the it's one of my clients telling me they about to select a pictures. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite things I've been getting cussed out for for. I went online and I said that fifty dollar second shooters, like hiring fifty dollar second shooters, is dead. Yo, y'all have been in my DMs cussing me out, and I don't understand why. The reason why I don't understand why is because half of y'all. Half of the half of the DMs like, yeah, we ain't taking fifty dollars anyway. We ain't taking that anyway. And I'm like, cool, bro. Then clearly this is not for you. If you're not taking the fifty dollars, it's cool. The weird part is that y'all don't even shoot weddings. If you don't have weddings in your portfolio, why are you in my DMs? And you so upset about paying fifty or taking or even paying people fifty dollars. If you don't even shoot weddings, don't talk to me. Right? And then the other part was people saying, yo, we they were upset because I said, and I'm gonna stand on it, I said, yo. This is going to affect one demographic. White women are real consistent in paying photographers $50 to second shoot or less. Yes, that is true from what I've seen. I've seen a lot of people hop online and say, yo, you know, and they're white. And it's like, yo, I pay people 35 or I pay people 40. Or I pay people 45. And they still think that is fair. Everything is inflation is real. Y'all know that. I got to go get some gas after this. It's It's real. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's real from everything from gas to housing to food, man. Like some I think some chicken farm just blew up or something out here. Um, and it's like the second largest chicken farm or whatever. Like like chicken is about to go up. You know what I'm saying? Everything is going up. So I don't understand why people still think people are going to take fifty dollars and they're going to run and just be like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I should come shoot the wedding with you for fifty dollars an hour. It's not happening. And if it does the person is either super unqualified, super new, or they're going to quit on you. And I don't understand why that was. So, but getting back to it, my DMs was flooded because people didn't like my take that I believe. It's just a belief. Pre- please pr- prove me wrong. Um, but from what I've seen, white women really love paying people $50 or less to second shoot. I ain't got nothing for it. I ain't got nothing even like bad to say about it. It's like, because if somebody take it, then they take it. But that's what I've seen. So, you know what? You know... <laughs> Let me tell y'all where that came from. That came from a certain individual who I saw. They said, let me give her a call right quick. Hold on one second. Let's see if we can make something shake. This is about to be hella interesting. Uh-oh. Hello, hello, hello. Can I speak to Angela, please? This is her speaking. How um, you doing? I am doing great. Before we get started, I need you to, you got to tell the truth. Yeah. You was going off on Facebook about $50 second shooters. Yes. Oh, my God. I got so much hate for that. (laughs) (laughs) So last episode, so I started off this podcast because I was talking about last episode, how um, honestly your posts encourage that conversation, right? And so I'm looking at your posts and I'm like, yeah, I don't know why people are still doing it, but it's still the norm. So I'm not going off. I'm just seeing it. And so I did a podcast on it and people have been in my DMs going the hell off. Please, if you can, explain to me why you don't believe photographers should be making $50 a second shoot. Okay. This is the reason. <laughs> me as a, being in the industry from uh from both sides, because I'm also a main shooter, but I also sometimes second shoot for like some friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and and I see a lot of photographers making posts, looking for second shooters, but they're not looking for beginners. They literally say you need to have uh, two full frame cameras <laughs> with, dual sl- with dual slots. You need to have 
all your lenses need to be 2.8 or faster lenses. Uh, you need to have off-camera flash knowledge. And you need to be experienced. You need to send me full galleries showing what you can do. They're looking for a second shooter that is just as good as the main photographer because obviously you want the quality to match. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so if you're looking for somebody that is just exper- as experienced as the main shooter, then why do you think they should only work for $50? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you might be editing the photos and you might be doing the the client um, consultations or whatever, but most of these photographers are charging $500, $600 an hour. Mm-hmm. So, and you would want to pay the second shooter not even 10% of what you're charging for this wedding. You're Absolutely. charging six, seven, eight thousand dollar wedding, <laughs> and you want the second shooter to go home with $200. Absolutely. Yes, they do. When they're, <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing is that they, it's not like um, a lot of times they want to say, oh, but a second shooter is a beginner position. Then don't be asking for requirements that are not entry level. Most beginners and entry level photographers are not going to have a full professional kit. They're not going to have the experience to go work on their own. You know, um, they want you to go and do like the groom getting getting ready Uh while they're doing the bride getting ready. You need to be experienced in order to do that on your own in order how to to know, like tell people how to pose, um, Mm -hmm. have a good personality to be able to like explain things with the wedding party. They're a a reflection of you. So what you want to cheapen out on that, like, Absolutely, and, and they act like it's coming out of their pocket. I'm like, it's not coming out of your pocket. If you don't want to pay more, then just charge your client more and pass it on to the second shooter. Absolutely, it's not. It's not like it's coming out of their own pocket. So the main shooters that got so angry at me for me saying this because <laughs> they're being cheap, and I'm like, this is what makes me so mad though. It's like they talk about, oh, you need, clients need to value me as an artist, but then they go around and they don't value their fellow photographer. And that's hypocrisy. Absolutely. And you know what blows my mind is, um, so I was on Reddit having this conversation like a long time ago, Mm -hmm. um, just about second shooting. And it it came out to me, I realized like so many second shooters don't, I mean, so many main shooters don't allow the second shooters to post like their own personal shots from the wedding. And Mm -hmm. so I was like blown away. And then so I was like, okay, cool. So, and I was like, look, whatever's in your contract is in your contract. If you tell the second shooter, I don't want you posting this wedding, the pictures that you took, cool, they agreed to it, whatever. And I was like, so how much are y'all paying? It was like, oh, like 35 or 40. And I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, who are y'all finding? And you know what the joke is? I have a friend of mine who my home, my best friend was getting married. And the photographer, her second shooter, I don't even think she knew how to use her camera. And I was just like, why did you even bring her here to second shoot? You know what I'm saying? But it is one of those things there. Um, all right, Andrew, before we get started, first of all, yeah, how are you doing? Sorry, I, I didn't even get to do that. Oh, I'm doing I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Just, you know, like just being super laid back. I'm not letting uh, business kind of stress me out or anything after this whole COVID and pandemic, after all this <laughs> happened, I kind of just taken it very chill and like, whatever you know like i'm not like i used to be in wedding photography like super like a hundred percent and i Mm -hmm. kind of like laid back a little bit off of that uh because it was like stressing me out and it wasn't allowing me like time to do anything creative and you know you get burnout after a while so now i'm just after after covid i was like you know what i'm just gonna 
ride the wave. I'm not going to stress out. And But it's been working great for me since. So, that's that's amazing. Know. Look, and we're going to get to your wedding. So I got to, I'm going to do this right quick. I got to tell how I found you. So I'm on YouTube and I'm looking up, I type in fine art photography because I did not understand soft lighting and how people's getting all this. And so I'm scrolling through and I'm seeing like all of these like old men and I'm just like, all right, I'm not clicking here because I already heard bruh's voice. His voice is so dry. I'm gonna fall asleep. And so I see this, this young woman and it's you. And I'm like, okay, who is this? Never seen her face before. So I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'm gonna click it. And so I click it. And the first thing I notice is your glasses. And I'm just like, wait a minute. I'm like, yo, I like her glasses. So then I had to start a video over because I wasn't, I didn't hear nothing you said. And so, cause your glasses was just super dope. And I was just like, yo, I like those. And I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. What is she saying? And so I started over and I'm like, wait a second. I'm actually learning something. I was super happy. I clicked your video. I learned everything, whatever you put in the links below, I bought, which I was just <laughs> like, I was just thinking, I'm like, I hope Amazon is really giving her like this cut. Like, you know, Amazon, they try to give you like 30 cents on every like thing somebody buys. But yeah, they're being super cheap. <laughs> absolutely. But I was like, you know what? I just wanted to let you know um, that. And then here's the thing that sold me on you. Not only was the work uh, amazing and beautiful, and we'll get to that part. I DM'd you to ask you a question and you straight up just gave me the answer. It wasn't no let me run you in circles. It wasn't no, hey, you need to buy this. It was just like, no, this is the answer. And I, that threw me off because I feel like sometimes in photography, it's like it's like we we try to like show that we're in charge or like we're bigger than what we are, depending on who you are. And it's just like crab in a barrel type mentality. But you were super helpful and I'm grateful for that. And I want to thank you for that. Um, I can't wait to see your next video. <laughs> um, but thank I do want to thank you for that. So let me ask you this. How did you get started in photography? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> well, it's a long time ago. <laughs> but like, it's like I, I feel like I had two starts okay. in, my, in my career. Let's hear it. Um, when I was like a, a teenager, about like 12 years old, no kidding. Um, I used to be the person that was always taking, this is like, when Black Planet was around, and yeah, was great, like this is like way before MySpace. That's how old I am. <laughs> but um, I used to be like, I used to be like the photographer for like my friends, like mm -hmm. my, my best friend and my sister. So they were always like, need, they needed photos posted for like their pages. Yeah. So I was the one that used to take their pictures with with like this three megapixel camera or like disposable camera. Yeah. And I used to I used to be into like making websites and stuff. So uh -huh. I used to take their pictures and um and I used to make their websites and I used to use like the lamps in my room and set up like full like sets at 12 years old. That I don't is know funny. Where it came from. It was something like naturally like just I was like I don't want to be in front of the camera. I want to be the one like directing people. Yeah. So it was like a, like that was still like in the back of my mind. I liked it, but I never thought it was going to be like a career until I turned like 20 years old. Um, I started working at Radio Shack, which is like an <laughs> electronic store. Yeah. Yeah. I'm showing my age right now. <laughs> so I was like working at Radio Shack and we used to get like all these like new like DSLRs. And mm -hmm. back then I didn't even know what a DSLR was because I was shooting with like point and shoot camera. Yeah. The cyber and I was shots. Like, oh, these cameras are so fun. So working there, I started like just messing around with the cameras and, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to buy one of them 
And um, I'm just going to start, like, taking photos, try to get, like, be more professional and just see if I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So I started taking, I decided, you know what, I'm tired of, like, taking pictures of people I know. <laughs> um, so I made, uh, like, a Model Mayhem page, which was popping back oh in the day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was, like, the place to be if you were a photographer. So I started just asking random people, hey, would you want to pose for me? And then it just kind of took off, like, um, it, it took off. Um, That's amazing. I I had people. I, I started doing like meetups. This is. I used to live in Massachusetts. I used okay. to do like meetups and meet up with other photographers. And we had a really great community in Massachusetts. That's one thing that I miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a very uh, nice tight knit community. It was small, but we would like all help each other. And that I met like other photographers that willingly without charging me a penny they were like you know what um one person taught me how to use like my camera and told me all about how to work the camera itself and then i met another photographer and he's like hey you want to like borrow my lights and i'll teach you some stuff and that's cool that's how i learned and that's why i feel like for me like when you say like oh you answer me and you didn't like just put me on left me on red i'm like why like i feel like if it wasn't for these people that were so like their gratitude and to help me without asking for anything in return, I might have like just quit or something. That's so amazing. I'm like, why, why would I, you know, like I'm going to just do the same for somebody else that asked me. I'm going to pay them with the same coin. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So I learned a lot from them. At one point I even quit. Uh, really? I had, uh, I had all my equipment stolen from my car. Damn. <laughs> uh, every single thing. And this community was so fantastic. Like model mayhem community. I posted about it. I was like starting, like I was literally like, less than two years in mm-hmm. and I wasn't like really charging like that. Like, yeah. Um, and people just like, you know what? Don't worry. We got your back. Um, and they just started sending me equipment Damn, from all that's over the U.S. I just kept receiving packages of people's <laughs> old equipment that they didn't need anymore. Amazing. Uh, some people send me money through PayPal. They were like, oh, so that I could just get all my equipment back. That's how big, like, like an awesome community we had yeah. back then. We don't have that anymore. Nah. Like, I don't know what <laughs> happened. I don't know what happened with the photography community that now we're all, like, like just fighting each other. And, and nobody's, like, nobody wants to help each other. Everybody just wants to compete with one another mm-hmm. or they want to copy somebody. Like, we don't have that, like, you know, comrade that we had back then. Like, I don't know. So people just send me all their old equipment. So I just got, like, a whole new kit. And that's, I think, what kept me like, you know what, if this this really bad thing happened to me. But it just showed me like there's still good people in the world. Absolutely. Um, so I picked that back up and I just kept doing photography. Um, and then it just it took off. I started like um, submitting to like competitions and stuff. And people really started to like um, gravitate to my work and enjoy it. And, yeah. and I felt like, oh, I'm like, oh, wow, like people actually enjoy what I do, like. I'm inspiring people. Like maybe, maybe I should just stick with this. So, and I stuck with it. And Look, it's been fi- over 15 years since amazing. that Radio Shack job. Look, <laughs> shout and, out, yeah, and, shout out to Radio Shack. I used to be yeah, in there. And, um, yeah, and I've been working full time as a photographer for over like about 12 years now. That is amazing. Y'all got a whole family business over there too, which I love. I think that's amazing. Yes, we only do for like photography. Everybody in this house, like <laughs> we just do photography. That's our sole income, primary income is photography. We don't have regular jobs. I don't think we could go back to working for the man. Heck no. <laughs> Look, I was um my wife was talking to me. She was like, so 
what do you think about like have you ever thought about what it'd be like for you to go back to work I'm like yo I will get fired in like two days just because <laughs> when I realize like oh I got a clock out to eat it's just not going to happen um let me ask you this oh what you shoot with now all right, so I have no brand loyalty whatsoever. Hand claps for I'm the that. Type of person, I'm the type of person that I will shoot with anything that gets the job done. Absolutely. Um, so I, I've, uh, right now, at this very moment, I, I have, uh, I have can- I'm shooting with Canon mm-hmm. most of the time, but I also have a Sony Amazing. setup. Yeah. Um, but I've shot with everything from Nikon, 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 Fujifilm, Nikon, Fujifilm, um, Canon. Everything. I, I literally, I think I even owned an Olympus. Um, oh, gosh. I've <laughs> I, I, I shot with everything under the sun. I'm very not, like, a lot of people are super, like, brand loyal and, like, super fans. And they're like, oh, there's nothing better than Sony. Yeah. Nothing better than Canon. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, this is stupid. Like, this is this the stupidest debate of time. Yeah. I'm like, I work, I use whatever gets the job done. Um, and whatever is going to fit to whatever job I need to do. And in that one one day that might be this particular Canon camera that mm-hmm. is hitting all the check marks or in my another time might be something completely different. So I had a um, um I had a yeah. dude hit me up and he was like uh he just DM me. He was like, hey, what you shoot with? And I just wrote Canon. Like I just left it at that because I didn't know him and he was just I was answering multiple people. He was like, no, um what model? And I was like, oh why? What's up? Because then it was getting weird. He was like, well, I might want to hire you, but I want to know what you shoot with first. And I was like, okay. And then he was another photographer. And so I told him, and then he just left me on red. And I'm like, yo, why are you so weird? And I'm like, and who cares? And I literally wrote him back, like, later. I was like, yo, who cares what what somebody shoots with? If I look at your work and I like it, I'm assuming, you know, based off your portfolio, you can show up and do what you want to do. But, uh, you know, whatever. All right. So um, What matters is the results. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And- you sound so much like my mother-in-law. It's amazing. She's going to listen <laughs> to this and she's going to be in love. Um, I mean, I started from a three megapixel camera. So uh-huh. anything that I could get my hands on is going to be better than that. So to yeah. me, I'm like, it's just gravy. Um, like right now, if, if I open my camera bag, mm-hmm. I literally have a R6, 5D Mark IV, a 6D. I have a A7 III. And any and, and I'm the type of person that it just depends on the day what yeah. I'm doing. I switch from each one differently, and then I post it on my page, and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between any of the photos that no. we shoot with different cameras. Absolutely not. They all still have the same vibe. Absolutely. Um, the 5D Mark IV is still my favorite camera of all time. I don't shoot. I need to get my um my sensor scratched. <laughs> Cause when I was, oh no! Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing when I was young. I used to just swap out lenses, stuff would get in there. I wasn't trying to get it clean. I was an idiot. Um, and I, I'm going to get another one just because I love that camera. I have an R5, but I really love the five. The colors are just beautiful to me. Um, all right, so I got a question because you you do weddings, um, but I found you, and I imagine a lot of people have found you during uh through your creative shoots that you do yes my editorial work that's how i started Uh uh-huh and that's what i do the most of i started weddings into 2017 so i'm fairly new to weddings Uh in comparison with my editorial portrait stuff Mm -hmm. which is what i've been doing like for the most of my career so how do you juggle those things because it's not an easy thing right and i'm i'll give you an example so for me um I do a lot of maternity work. Now, for obvious reasons, I can't post every shoot that I do for maternity. 
um, just because of privacy, some stuff just looks repetitive at times. But it's I get to this time, um, especially when I get burnt out or I'm just like exhausted of shooting the same stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, I want to do something creative. But then I, it's like that finding that time. How do, how are you able to juggle doing both? It's hard. I'm going to tell you the truth. Okay. The, <laughs> I love that. The, the reason I started doing wedding photography was because I was burned out from my portrait work. Mm, and I okay. started to feel like I started to feel like it was all looking the same. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't pushing myself because you get when you're doing something for so long as I have, you start to get like just in this comfortable position where you feel like, OK, where do I go from here? Like, what else do I have to learn? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a person that I need to constantly constantly be learning something new. Or else I feel like I'm stuck. I feel like I'm not growing. And I felt I was at that stage where I'm like, oh, my work is just starting to look the same. And it's pissing me off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what I did was just like, you know what? Maybe I just need to take a break and just do something completely different. Something like total, like 180 from what I'm doing right now. And that's when I was like, you know what? I'm going to just, I'm just going to do weddings. Because I live in Florida. It's like a huge wedding market. Uh And at first I was just like, I'm just going to do this like, part time i'm just gonna put it out there see what happens yeah right and i wasn't expecting to do like a full-time loan business with weddings it was just like a, it was supposed to be m- more of like complimentary and yeah complementing my income a little bit yeah and i i put out the weddings and then it just took over yeah <laughs> and then i had no time to do any of my creative work like whatsoever i don't even know like it took over because of a dumbass picture yeah. <laughs> that I took. I took this picture with a half uh, as a wedding couple, and it's half underwater uh, and half out of the water. Oh. And it went freaking viral. It yeah. got shared by like like major Instagram. This is when Instagram was so good. Now it sucks. Yeah, it, it got shared by like everyone. It's back in 2017, uh-huh. and then uh, just the phones just didn't stop ringing, and it was like inquiry. I wasn't even advertising. People do like paid advertise yeah. advertisement online. I don't. I don't even. Ha- I didn't even have to do that. Like, I was like, I don't have to advertise. Pay if you ask me. I've never done like a paid advertisement in my life. That's amazing. And um, and then just is like just the increase came coming in because of the damn photo. Yeah. And um. And it was like, oh, I want you to shoot my wedding. I want, I want to fly you. I, that's why, like, I've done a lot of traveling for photography, for wedding photography. Yeah. And it's like, oh, um, I want you to shoot my wedding because there's nobody that's going to be able to do it because I love your work or whatever. And I didn't expect it because I wasn't really a wedding photographer. Yeah. Um, but I had done, like, I did second shooting for a, a photographer friend. Like twice mm-hmm. or three times, like three times. Uh-huh. I think before I decided, you know what, let me just do a wedding photography business page and a website and see what happens. And then I took those pictures and it was like, it was done. Like <laughs> then I couldn't go back. I was like, wow, crap. Now I have to like keep going with this. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm getting all these inquiries and booking all these weddings. And I have no time for anything yeah. else. Really. <laughs> That's funny. So how, how many creative shoots you do a year now? All right. So, um, creative uh for myself where i'm like in charge of everything mm-hmm. and it's not for like a client because i still do editorial work for like clients yeah like brands and stuff but if it's like something like just for myself where it's like my idea and i'm like the client yeah <laughs> there's no client nobody to tell bossing me around uh-huh. probably like not that many maybe like three to four shoots a year because i really don't have the time yeah as i wish i had so maybe like one every three to four months. That's cool. I'll I'll sneak one in there because I'm very like I'm always shooting for 
other people, yeah. like other clients and ideas, whether it's like editorial or I'm doing like a, some product shoot editorial like um, mm-hmm. or I'm doing like weddings or it's always something for someone else. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what? And I I love that work because it's like um when you drop that, especially when you put the video out with it, you could you could just tell the details. I think a lot of photographers forget that. They're like, oh, I want to do some creative. Right. And then they just. It's in a studio. They put the clamshell under the person's face and they shoot. And you could just see it's like, all right, cool. But yours is super, super detailed. Um, And I always appreciate that because it look, I'll be watching and I'll be sending it to folks. I'm like, yo, this is dope. I'm like, look at what she's doing. Look at the scenery. Look at the light she's using. Listen to why she's explaining why she shot what she shot. So I always think that's super dope. Um. Let me ask you this before, because I ain't going to take up too much more of your time. Let me ask you this. That's fine. You have a, you got a full family. How do you prioritize what you're doing? Because it's not easy. I'm sorry, can you repeat that again? How do you prioritize, like, what you're doing? What um, I'm doing? Yeah, because uh, because you got a family, you know, you got uh, kids family. you're taking care of, you and you're shooting. Mm-hmm. How do you find it? How do you make sure you prioritize? Oh, God. Uh, this, is, this is a tough one. Like if you, if you, from my point of view, uh, <laughs> it's going to sound a lot nicer uh-huh. than if you were asking Marco this about okay. me, uh-huh. but I'm a workaholic uh-huh. and um, I, it's very hard. It's very hard when I'm doing all these things and like, you know, people don't see like the behind the scenes when you like your family, how it kind of could affect your family. Mm-hmm. I don't get to spend as much time as I wish I did. Um, sometimes, um, I'm working so much that I, like my kids are in my house and I'm in the house too, but we don't even see each other. Yeah. <laughs> we just, you know, we're in the same house, but I haven't seen them, seen them in like five days. Yeah. I, to- <laughs> I get it. Cause, um, um so it, it helps having like a good, like support system. Like, mm-hmm. a, like I have Marco, he really helps a lot with like wh- what I'm doing. Like he's like my biggest cheerleader and uh- this really, really helps a lot for this. Um, because while I'm doing work, he's able to help with the household stuff. He's able to help with the kids, yeah. uh, whatever they need. And, and he kind of, you know, even though he works in the business, um, he lets me like shine. Absolutely. He's like, you know what? You, you, I want, I want you to have your moment. You, you're, you're good at, you're good at the business stuff. I'm gonna be, you know, I'll, I will do everything else so that you can yeah. <laughs> focus on that, and you don't get like literally like overworked with like. Uh, family and cleaning, cooking. Like yeah. if I had to cook, clean, do <laughs> photography, run my business, send emails, and do all these things mm-hmm. at the same time, I will literally. Ha- I I already have like no times to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> it will be it will be crazy. So having him there as a good like support to help me um, manage like my schedule or do things that I can't do in the house, that's great. Yeah. So to all those single ladies that are photographers and they're doing everything on their own. I map props because absolutely <laughs> crazy. Oh my goodness. I always say, um, so my photography, I was busy and then I, you know, I was like, Oh, I still have a lot of time. And then I had my son and then I was like, okay, what is time? I don't, I don't see it. I don't know what it is anymore. Like I'm always running around. So I'm with you. When I see ladies out here, who's like, you know, either any like single parent photographer, I'm just like, mm-hmm. yo, I don't know how y'all do this. And then, you know, I always think it's important. Um, the support system is just amazing um, because, like you said, you you know, Marco's there. He's able to give you that break so you can shine and be as great as you want to be. 
And then it's sometimes like I, I think about my wife and she sits there and she's like, yo, I got this. You go do that. You go record. Like right now, I'm, I told her, I was like, look, I'm talking. She knows who you are in the house. Like people. <laughs> so um, my whole all my in-laws know who you are. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah. So, um, cause you asked me something about food one time and I was like, Hey, I'm in a room full of Puerto Ricans. Let me just ask them. And then, you know, so, um, <laughs> so it was just cool, but you know, she's, I told her, I was like, look, I'm going to record today. It's going to be quick. She was like, yo, go do your thing, record, make sure it's right. Have fun, whatever. And, you know, it is, it's always cool to have that. Um, last thing before we get out of here, first of all, oh, and <laughs> this is random. I didn't tell you was going to talk about this, but, uh, how mad were you when uh your Instagram got deleted? It I was furious because it wasn't <laughs> just one, it wasn't just one page. Every I had three pages. Dang. I had one I had one for wedding photography, which had like sixteen thousand followers. Jeez. I had the one for my editorial work, which I was the first one I had. It had like super old work on there. Yeah, and then I had also the. A uh, uh, kind of fairly new one where I was like I'm um, doing like brand design now, mm-hmm. and all three of my pages were targeted, and all three of them were hacked and deleted. All three, not just is... one, but it's like, oh, how can we destroy Angie? Yeah, all at once, it, they just took everything, and I'm yeah. like, who targeted me like this? It's, it's incredible. It was very angry. Um, I reached out to Instagram, they didn't do anything. Sony reached out to Instagram on my behalf and they couldn't get my pages back. That is crazy. It was like, they were old. It was, like it was nothing I could do. That's crazy. So. Look, when Sony's stepping in, you know it's crazy. Look, they deleted my page for like three days and then finally one of the emails said, do not email back. And I was just like, what you going to do if I email you back? You're not going to, you know. <laughs> so I did it and they were like, oh, we don't know why I got deleted. And I was like, okay. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. Um, do you got any tips for photographers, like if they want to start like um, creating, like doing creative shoots, like any tips or any just like, hey, consider this when you're doing your creative shoots? OK, um, don't mind my tip. My advice is uh, <laughs> don't when you start, like, don't get caught up on like, oh, I need to have all this equipment in mm-hmm. order to create mm. good photography. Don't get caught up in like, oh, I need to invest all this money just, like straight up from the front, like. And a lot of people, they get caught up on the equipment and then they forget the the creative aspect of it. So they're only thinking about, oh, I need to set up this bike like this. And they forget like the passion behind the photo. Like if you don't have some like a passionate idea, it doesn't matter how many lights, it doesn't matter what camera you shot it with, it's going to be a bland, boring image. Mm. Um, so just kind of like, you know, I've always been an advocate of just work with what you got. Um, and, and any idea that you have, doesn't matter how complex you think it is. You can make it happen with anything. Like, I, I've made things happen in my kitchen, in my dining room. In your living room. Is, yeah, people think that it would have, oh, I need to have a studio. I need to have the latest thing. And I'm like, go to Home Depot, put in some hard work. Uh, uh-huh. like, <laughs> watch a YouTube video, learn how to do props. Do You know what I mean? Like, any the only thing stopping you from creating the type of work you want to do is you, basically. So... Um, just uh, my advice is like, don't get caught up in all of the, oh, I need to have the latest equipment or I need to go to this fancy workshop yeah. <laughs> or I need to go to this uh, photography retreat or I need to go to this photography convention in order to, you know, like m- my dreams come true. Um, you know, just start with what you have. Don't overwhelm yourself. You sometimes I feel like newer photographers, they just start thinking about all these other things mm-hmm. instead of just focusing on their creativity. 
that's the one thing that you cannot be taught by nobody. Creativity. Look. If you're creative, you're creative. And if you're not, it doesn't matter how many hours (laughs) you spend going to workshops, buying the most expensive equipment is not going to come to you. Look, when I saw you were in your living room and was setting up, I was like, wait a minute. And it, it was inspiring because I was just like, hold on. If she's doing this in her living room, she's making this work. And I was just like, okay, I got to pay attention. So, you know, of course, like I told you, hit the subscribe button. I was watching everything. I was just like, yo, this is mind blowing. Because a lot of times we, when you watch people shoot, they're in these big areas and people think like, oh, I can't be creative because I don't have 10,000 lights. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. I don't have the most fancy camera. And just to see you just like, no, I'm working in this small space. And because I am creative, it's going to show was super amazing um before we get out of here where yeah. can people find you where can they follow you all of that good jazz all right um i'm, I'm everywhere <laughs> um <laughs> you guys can find me on instagram um i have uh two instagrams my editorial one is just my name angela.michelle.perez uh-huh. um you can also find my wedding work on instagram at angie and marco photo you can find me on the 500px platform. I'm an ambassador for them. Oh, and shout that out. is also Angela Perez on there. And you can find me on YouTube under Angie and Marco. And on Facebook, also under Angela Michelle Perez. Dope, dope. Um, last question, and I swear, swear I'm going to let you go. You do I branding. Know. I have time. <laughs> you do branding. Honestly, not doing anything. <laughs> Look, I'm with you. Um, you do branding. Why is it important for photographers to brand themselves? Because I see a lot of photographers, A, don't have websites, A, don't, B, don't have logos. They don't seem to care. And it's just like, they don't see the importance. Can you please explain to them why it that's important? It is so freaking important. <laughs> it is so important. Take it from somebody. Like, I do branding, but... Um, I learned from my own experience. Mm-hmm. It's perception. It's all about perception. Mm. When you go buy something and it comes in a nice packaging, it makes you think that what you're getting is quality. Absolutely. You buy something and it comes in Dollar Tree packaging. Oh my you're going to think it's cheap. Facts. It's, Facts. It's just, <laughs> it could be the same product. It's like buying great value versus the brand name. Uh-huh. And people automatically <laughs> I'd assume it could be the same thing. They assume the brand name one, it's better, even mm-hmm. though it's the same. It could be the same. Absolutely. So, in a world full of photographers, right? Yep. <laughs> how do you stand out from everyone else? First impressions. What's the a client's first impression of you? Your brand, mm-hmm. your website, your logo, how well put together it looks. This is the thing that clients, if, if I'm a client, I'm hiring somebody. And if I go to, I, I see five different photographers mm-hmm. and I go to their website and I see that four of them didn't bother to brand themselves. I'm like, they, I'm like, they're not even investing in themselves. They don't value themselves enough to create a nice looking website that doesn't have the free <laughs> Wix ad. They don't, uh, they only have an Instagram page. That, so they, I'm like, they don't even value themselves enough to invest in themselves. Why should I invest in this person? Absolutely. The person with the shiny website, with the branding, it, it's, it's like a perception thing. It makes you think like, well, they invested in themselves. They're serious. Mm-hmm. It cre- branding creates trust. It's the number one thing. It creates trust. It makes you look trustworthy. Anybody can open up an Instagram page. Absolutely. And call it a day. 
But when you see somebody <laughs> that invested in their brand by creating a website, by having a professional brand done, it's like, okay, well, this person is actually serious about their business. They care about their business. They care about how they're going to come across. So you're going to trust them a little bit more than a random that just opened up an Instagram page. They didn't even bother. Put on a logo from Microsoft Paint. Paint, yep. You know, <laughs> their photos might be amazing, but it just doesn't it doesn't feel trustworthy. You made sure. Be, you know, like for you to think, oh, he could have just stole those pictures. Absolutely. It just looks, it looks half-assed. Look. So branding is so important and people don't understand it. When I created it, uh, before I created my website, I wasn't getting any increase. I created a shiny, beautiful, professional-looking website, and there was increase coming in because people figured that I was doing it f- for so long. Oh, she must be. Pro- this is my uh, wedding photography. She uh-huh. must be doing wedding <laughs> photography for so long because, it, though, I always got so complimented with my website. Yeah. Uh, by clients, I was like, "Oh, it just looks really nice." And one other thing that um, is very important that a lot of photographers forget is the copy on the website. Mm-hmm. What you say on your website, how you say it, it really, and it's part of your branding. Absolutely. Um, it really, like, um, connects with people. And that was one thing that I always got um, complimented on by clients is, like, when I read your bio section, I knew that I, I didn't have to look at your photos. I knew that I needed to hire you. Amazing. Because they felt connected to, to me via what I was saying. So... So people that are copying other web, other photographers' bios and stuff, <laughs> but don't be don't be generic. You need to stand out. Absolutely. Look. <laughs> Stop being great value. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely. Look, and um, for anybody that's listening, if you need help with your logo, please contact her and get it done. She can help you with your branding. Um, look. <laughs> Angie, I I want to thank you. Um, I appreciate you. When I sent you the link to sign up, I didn't know what was gonna happen, and I you know what. When you said yes, I was happy. But the thing mm-hmm. that made me super happy that you went first, because a lot of people are like, ah, let me wait. And <laughs> look, you was like, all right, I'll take the first date. And I'm like, perfect. And I knew it would be dope. And I was super excited to get in here. Um, look, I want to thank you. I appreciate you. And I'll let you know, because I got to get down to Tampa soon. Orlando, excuse sure. me. We have to meet in person. We, we got to. Next time in person. Absolutely. Because <laughs> last time I was in Tampa and I was just like, all right, I need to rent a car. And then I had to take pictures of my cousins, both of them. And so, but next time I'm going to let you know so we I can make sure you're there and we can make this happen. That's cool? Yeah. Look, I appreciate you so much. Tell Marco I said what's up. And um, I sure I see your next rant on Facebook. All right. Thank you for having me. I, I enjoy our talk. I, I love this. I've, I've, had, I've done podcasts before, but this just feels so natural. I love your <laughs> podcast. I, I watch it. I, uh, few times when i get a chance yeah. and it's like i love the realness it's like i we need more people like that in the industry more real people look i'm trying <laughs> to spread the word we'll see how it goes you know yeah. <laughs> but no thank you so much all right thank all right i'll let you all right bye-bye and there you have it yo that is funny Yo, shout out to Angela, man. Like, I appreciate her. I'm thankful for her. Um, I'm glad we was able to make that happen. To be for real, for real. Because this woman is crazy talented. Um, I'm going to plug off all of her information. But she's super talented. She ain't got time to be sitting and talking to me. She got kids. She got a man at home. Um, She's a family woman. She's a full-time photographer. We just heard how busy she was. She was stunting on the low. Like, I don't think y'all know that. Um, but you know, she's a Sony alpha, uh, alpha woman, 
winner, uh, recipient. I think that's the word I'm supposed to use. I don't know. But, yo, that's super dope. We was able to make that shake. No, for real. Um, Sorry, I'm talking to somebody in the background. But I'm super grateful for that. Um, Shout out to Angela. Like I said, hopefully one day we can meet. It's been like three years we've been talking online. And I'm like, all right, now I got to meet you. Or it's been like two. But I was like, all right, now I got to meet you. So, yo, shout out to her. Shout out to everybody that's listening. Yo, and with that, I ain't even going to hold y'all. I was going to pull up some posts that I did, you know, just to piss y'all off. So y'all can know I'm not really like some crazy racist guy. But you know what? Let me see. Can I pull this up right quick so people don't even go in on me? I'm about to read to y'all. Because y'all still think this $50 thing is like hoax, right? I'm going to read some names and I'm going to tell you some prices. So I'm in a Facebook group um, with like 80,000 photographers. And somebody wrote, how much do you normally pay a second shoot at a wedding? Rachel said $20 to $35, depending on their quality. Nancy said $50. But they must have um, a full frame, two camera slots, and they have to have fast lenses. Rachel said $45. Um... Allie said 50 is the standard, but I try to pay 75. Yo, Allie, let's, I, I feel you, Allie. We got to go up some, though. Um, <laughs> Jessica said 250, but it has to be for an eight hour day. Um, Dan said 50. Paul said 50. 50. Um, Lauren said in Cleveland, it ranges from 30 to 50. Marissa said 75. Marissa, let's get that up. I know you see what's happening. Hannah said 50. But I'm in Alabama. Uh, Dan said zero. Wait. Oh, he said for my wife, she pays me zero. Dan, that's funny. Um, my wife don't pay me for shit either. McKenna said 25. So this is what I'm saying to y'all. Brianna said 40. This is what I'm saying. I'm not even going to tell you the race of these people because clearly it's there. Like if I'm reading it off and I'm not skipping nobody. Um, Cheyenne said 50. Alexandria said 50. Priscilla said 50. I don't even know how to pronounce Shorty's name. She got a crazy name. She said $50 in it, and I'm in California. Yo, if they paying $50 in California, you already know what they're trying to get y'all in Mississippi. Like, it's, it's not even planned. So that's what I mean. But anyway, with that, I want to thank y'all for listening. Tune in. I got more guests coming. I'm going to be doing more random phone calls, and we about to turn up. I'm going to holler at y'all next time.